everybody. We are back with the Hot Buy Happy Hour. Got one of the regulars with us. Got a new face. Got my boy Kobe with me. What's going on? Not much. Quinn just chilling. Um, drinking a light beer tonight. Just a classic, you know, Corona extra, a little bit of lime in it. Um, I'm tired of it being nine degrees every night, so I'm going to pretend it's I'm on a beach. There you go. Now, of course, you know, you got you got Kobe who's drinking Corona. We got this guy who's got Corona. It's Jack. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Just hanging out, you know? Excited to talk about all of our topics. Man, this man, the second this man found out I had a podcast, he has been hitting me up, trying to get on. And he's here now. Let's get it. Let's get it done. I'm so right. I'm so ready for this. I am also gonna go grab a light beer and uh yeah. Just I already know uh what the first like how you're going into it. So uh yeah, I'm gonna grab that and start it up. Yep. Jack knows how we're going into it. Y'all don't know yet. So it's real simple. Got a plan for y'all. We're going, we're gonna talk about the conference championship and all the craziness of those two games, and they were both awesome. Uh, you know. Had an incredible divisional round, followed it up with a just as incredible conference championship round. We're going to talk Tom Brady, what's going on there. We're going to talk about the ticket prices of Super Bowl Sunday. We're going to talk a little bit about Matt Stafford and his maybe potentially Hall of Fame status. Uh, and then we're going to go over our Super Bowl opening line thoughts and where we'd be betting if we were betting right now. Of course, you will not get our picks for Super Bowl Sunday until next week when we record right before the game. Uh, and then, as always, you're going to have your prime beef take. Sammy's out this week, so no Sammy's number one bullshit for you. But I do have a music moment, and we'll get on out of here. Y'all ready to rock and roll? I'm ready for it. Uh, do it. Oh, I almost <sighs> forgot to go over what I'm drinking tonight. Tonight, I got a Stone Ruination 2.0 Sans Filter Double IPA. Um, if I have to say that much when I'm drinking a beer, I'm all right. <laughs> it's, Jack it's, take a fun and drink a real beer. <laughs> it's really fucking hoppy. Um, I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, of course, you all already know I'm a big Stone fan, and... Of course, as with the last two weeks, I've got a, uh, a sublimely self-righteous black IPA waiting in the wings. Nice. All right. So conference championship recap. First, let's talk. Let's talk the first game of the day. Chiefs, Bengals. I'm not going to lie to you. I cut that it thing was... off at halftime. I cut it off. I thought the Chiefs just looked better. Oh, and man, they sure didn't in the second half. Are we Chiefs? Are we talking about the same game? Chiefs Bengals. Uh, AFC Chief, Conference oh Championship. God. I don't. I got the fucking Bills on the brain. Thanks for that, Kobe. Um, <laughs> that was, oh man, yeah. The second half, it, it, I just it was it was a night and day game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was insane. Like I was sitting there watching it, and I was thinking. Man, I was like, I've, it's not, it's not the, surely the fact that I fucking didn't want Patrick Mahomes to go again. Fuck because Mahomes. I can see, Kermit. dude, I, I understand, I understand, but it's just the fact that their their team, I mean, is just that good. Once you see Patrick Mahomes go up by eighteen at any point, you're like, all right, the other team, I mean, that's it. 
No matter how he's never he's never lost up fifteen ever. Like it's and but seeing that, I mean, I didn't didn't have high hopes. But then that fucking that second half defense showed up, and I don't know what the fuck. Well, I mean, we're sitting there. I think four or five drives into the second half, and you look at the Chiefs' offense, they have negative one yards of second-half offense through, like, five drives. I mean, they were absolutely bagged, boxed, and ziplocked. Dude, it, it, it was insane watching that. that even, and then, of course, uh, the best thing that any team could ever do for a young, developing quarterback in the NFL is go draft his college teammate that he had such a connection with. Let's also talk about that fucking connection and Jamar Chase and fucking uh, Joe Cool. Like, or Joe Burr. <laughs> like, dude, I'm telling you, man, you go... And that's what they try to do with Tua down in uh, fucking Miami. But my, er, Tua's not a good starting quarterback. Um, they did Great. that with... Uh, who, they, who they get? Waddle? Who, where, yeah, Waddle. Who, Waddle, who's actually... Who was really good this year. Oh, absolutely. And then um, in Philly, or was it, isn't that where? Um, That's where they drafted Devonta Smith. But Yeah, Devon, and he's nasty for what it is, but, I mean, it's still Philly, right? Like, they need a lot more than just one good wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, they need, they need help for that yeah. fucking speed demon of a quarterback. Uh, what was his name? Oh, God. He Jalen Hurts. No. Uh, oh, yeah, that's it. I was uh, thinking Lamar Jackson, but that's another fast-running quarterback who can't throw a ball. Um, <clears throat> my God, we're just going to piss off every fan base on this podcast. Yeah, let's uh, let's keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was – Kyler yeah. Murray. Oh no, that's a whole different. Never mind. Sorry, that's. It was all, no, I'm sorry. Stop it. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it, man. The, the, I'm not gonna say Joe Joe Burrow didn't fucking show out because him and Jamar Chase 100 did. But dude, you gotta you kind of kind of hand that game to their defense. If their defense played like that the entire game. They, they, it would have been the, the score line would have been completely flipped, right? Like they would have been up 21 3 at fucking halftime if their defense played like that the whole time, or maybe not. It's just been a, either way, it'd been a lopsided game at the end if their defense played like they did the whole time. Um, it definitely seemed like came out with a lot more energy in the second half. That was, uh, I wonder which defensive lineman Zach Staley broke his foot off in. Yeah, it's it's not even that, but like, who was the one that made the adjustments? Because that defense came out on fire. I mean, fire. The the Chiefs had one good drive after halftime, and that was it. Like, think about this: this was the Chiefs' overtime drive. Mahomes' overthrow arguably could have been picked off. Mahomes' pass that hit Eli Apple in the hands and probably should have been a pick six. Third pass was intercepted, and then the game was over. Yeah, um, it's 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 crazy, man. Like, oh fuck, I just had something to say, but the, we haven't had a, a bad since. All right, since wow. Sorry, all right, all right, all right, let me let me rephrase. We haven't had a bad. Um, this is like the best round of the playoffs we've ever had, right? Like the last two have been. Yeah, l- the last like, like 
every game this postseason has been awesome, except for there were a couple of wild card weekend that the teams didn't show up. Now, every every game wild card. Every wild card weekend game sucked. All of them. There wasn't a good game wild card weekend. But I literally, like, like we literally it, right? titled our podcast. I mean, that even then I didn't feel like I like enjoyed that game. Like there wasn't a point where I felt like the Raiders were going to win. Like there's a reason our podcast that week was titled the not so wild or the not so super wild card weekend. Dude, it was, yeah, it was, but other than that, man, we've had nothing, yeah. but the and last, then, the last play of the game has decided every, every um, game or, except for, so yeah, at, at the end of this this AFC conference championship, we had five games in a row that were decided on the last play of the game. It's nuts. This is the best, this is the best playoff uh, football we've ever seen. Kobe, you got anything else you want to toss in on uh Bengals chiefs? Oh, just, just the fact that um, I watched till the end whenever they did the coin toss for overtime. All the Chiefs won the coin toss. And went, oh, okay, cool. Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Turned it off when drove to the Mexican restaurant. I get to the Mexican restaurant. I sit down. I look up at the television, and fucking Joe Burrow's on stage. <laughs> and then, and then he called me. I, I started calling people. Has someone had to answer? Quinn answers, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" I just went down the street. He's like, "I've been out of the house for five minutes. The Chiefs got the ball first. What the fuck?" Well, and what's crazy is I saw that stat line. Uh, it was uh, no team has won back-to-back overtimes. No team. In really? The I did not see that. Yeah, no team has ever won that. In the fucking, playoffs? And I think it's in the playoffs. Yeah, it's in the playoffs. Because, dude, and I was like, well, fucking Mahomes is going to break another fucking stat line. And I'm, it doesn't make me happy, but here we go. And then that fucking beautiful interception. He was just like, boop, and just, just booped right between the ball, right between that guy, uh, his fucking hands. I mean, it was three consecutive bad reads. No, I mean, that was, that was good coverage too, though. It, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Then why the fuck did he throw it? One thing I've noticed the, the this season, you know, a, a couple times, Patrick Mahomes, you know, remember when the, we went to the watch? We went and watched uh, the Chiefs Chargers game together. Um, went to beat us, and I said, "Yep." Mahomes looked off. Sometimes it looks like he's getting nervous, like the pressure is getting to him. Something that didn't really happen to him the first four seasons in the league, and it just seems like more and more it's all. I, I think it's his brother and wife's fault. That, I mean, that's the point. I will say definitely like the like obviously there is a distaste for you know Patrick Mahomes from <laughs> AFC West fans. But it's always been like, you know, like I, I respect the man's talent, but don't be so good, please. Um yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but the like genuine hatred for the franchise comes with the number, the insane number of domestic violence players on that roster. And Jackson Mahomes and Brittany Matthews. Like it's it's a shame when a franchise's biggest distraction isn't in the locker room but on the sidelines every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I really I wonder. I still understand that dynamic. Like, oh, why are they there? They're still his family. But but on the sidelines. Yeah, 
I mean, your starting quarterback can get family passes pretty easily for the sidelines. Dude, put them in the fucking stands or up in the boxes where they, where they fucking... are most. That's where they dump the I shit. know, but, but still, put... like. Oh, my goodness. I got to. I, I think I think they just shouldn't be allowed to be there. I think the best thing that the Chiefs could do is tell Brittany Matthews and Jackson Mahomes to not be Jerry Jones. Near the Jerry stadium. Jones owns the Cowboys organization and doesn't come down in his elevator until the end of the game. Yeah, but how often do you see an owner on the sideline? Not at the end of a game. At yeah. the very, very end of the game. Brittany Matthews and Jackson Mahomes don't own the Chiefs. That's I'm, what I'm saying. Why the fuck are they there, period? The owner doesn't even go down on the field like that. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't understand why they're there. I was, I, I was seeing memes about the shit, and I was like, why the fuck are they there? Like, who are they, first of all, and why are they there? Yeah, I mean, but also think of it like from – let's let's take it from their perspective, you know, so, like, you're Patrick Mahomes. You're supposed to be, like, the face of the NFL. Um, and you get – you're like, hey, I want field passes for my brother and wife. What are you going to do? Tell them no? <laughs> so, lo and behold, Jackson Mahomes and Brittany Matthews are on the sidelines. And because the other issue is when they're not on the sideline, they're throwing freaking champagne bottles and, and sodas and popcorn onto other fans in the stands, because all they do is get relentlessly shit talked the second that they venture into the stands and neither of them can handle it. The best thing that they can do to keep the two of them safe is keep them separated from the general public. They're like the chiefs, the chiefs have to hire a secret service for the two idiots. And at what point does it become a distraction? It already is. But no one's saying anything. But we no can one, all see No it. one in the organization is going to say shit to Patrick Mahomes about it. No one said Antonio Brown was a distraction in the Bucks locker room till he jumped off the field and ripped his jersey off halfway through a game. You don't ever admit that something is a distraction until you've parted ways with it. And you're like, yeah, we parted ways with it because it's a distraction. So, all right, on to the on to the NFC. Yeah, NFC conference I'm championship. I'm ready for this one. Yeah, um, 49ers, LA Rams. For, all all I've got to say is Debo Samuel is a top five player in the NFL. <sighs> I was gonna say wide receiver, but he does everything. If he Debo does. Samuel could throw the ball, the Niners would be a Super Bowl <sighs> champion. Because he does everything else for the team but pass, and that's why they're not in the Super Bowl right now. Mm. I feel like there was an opportunity missed because I don't care how close the game is. I 100% am taking the 15-yard penalty when he got laid the fuck out. I'm so sorry. I watched so many dirty hits that game that that clean one if someone didn't stand over him and go, you got knocked the fuck out, like fucking Smokey from Friday over Debo, I, th th that was an opportunity missed. That's a 15-yard taunting penalty, and you know what? I'm taking that one because he got laid the fuck out, and it was so clean, and they threw that. Oh, yeah, the hit was clean. Screamed. Dude, I screamed. I said, like, pick that 
fucking flat. Oh, we were on the phone. I remember when that happened. We were on the phone when that oh, happened. Oh my god, I was so fucking mad because there was another one earlier. Oh, then the Jalen Ramsey one. That I will, dude. Okay, everyone has their fucking. Beef. You talk about that not, like nonsense. Not Jalen. Not like... Jalen. Uh, fucking OBJ. Everyone has their take on OBJ about how much they don't like the kid. Whatever. He's too flashy. I I love OBJ on the field, off the field. I mean, whatever. I, I people want to take their outside like influences of this guy and bring it here. That's what. That's why everyone hates Patrick Mahomes because it sounds like Kermit the Frog. Anyway, um, <laughs> um. I don't, I don't hate him because he sounds like Kermit. I just call him Kermit because he sounds like Kermit. <laughs> but, uh, like, that fucking hit when he – because he was already on his way to the ground, and that fucking dude, helmet to helmet, bent his neck all the way sideways. And, I like, if they didn't call – there was a couple of them that were, like, su- super sketched. That, that was – that the was one of the most physical – Yeah, no, that was one of the most physical football games and I have seen in a long time. Because you don't see that kind of physicality in the NFL anymore. That is why the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. Because if you watch, um, I want to say it's halfway through the third quarter, you could just see that that front line for the fucking Rams defense was just getting to that offensive line with their rotations and all that shit. Um, And them not being it, like, because that's, that's, it's so crazy to me how everyone's like the the football is one of the trenches and everyone's like oh no you gotta it, no that last night is the is the proof in the pudding as they would say as to why uh defenses win championships because aaron donald and that fucking defensive line beat the fuck out of the offensive line and they just couldn't do shit from then on so Half real quick the- before we continue we talk you know you just said defenses win championships what are the two units we've talked about in the reason why teams won games? The Bengals defense and the Rams defense. Also, surprise? Why? Absolutely not. And that's part of the reason. <clears throat> like, that's part of the reason I also think uh, viewership for this, one of the reasons viewership for the Super Bowl coming up is going to be so high because um, it's two teams that we don't normally get, and then it's two defenses, but that also. It doesn't make for good, like, football for people who don't normally watch. Like, perfect example, the uh, Rams-Patriots Super Bowl. How many touchdowns were scored in that whole game? What was the final score for that game? 10-3? It was really low scoring. I remember that. Yeah, it was I don't know the final score. Because the defenses played their asses off. It was a boring-ass Super Bowl. I mean, of course, I was invested the whole time because I had, you know, I, I I had a team in there, you know, like. <laughs> but like people who were like at my, my mom hosted a Super Bowl party that year, which was weird. And like people were just walking around talking, not even paying attention to the game because it was it was boring. If you don't like a good defense, it, a, a good defensive game like that is just it's just boring football, and nobody wants to watch it. And that's part of the reason Mahomes is so trendy because he's him and his him and the Chiefs are just fucking explosive. It's just flashy football. Yeah, it's flashy. Do you know how good you have to be for them to say the greatest missed pass or uh, incomplete pass of all time? You know how great that pass has to be? That's when he played the Chiefs, when he fucking was completely sideways. It was like, oh, no, that, that, it really, and it should have been a completion. Do you realize if that ball had been caught, how many times you would see that on highlight reels for the rest of history? 
Dude, they still show clips he of was, him falling the man down was, and throwing the ball. The man was parallel to the ground. The other, they still showed the other the other side of it. They just throw him six inches off the ground, completely sideways, and fucking toss in the football. Well, but it's just but, like yeah, that's why I say it's the on the receiver. Not only was he <sighs> parallel to the ground, half a foot above the ground, and throwing the ball. It was a dot. He hit him in the hands, right between the numbers. It was it was on a damn rope right to his face. Yeah, and the but, thing was, uh, it wasn't like a short pass either. It was like 16 yards downfield. Shit was stupid. Yeah, but that's that's why people watch. That's why ratings for Mahomes are, are through the roof because he's exciting to watch. That's what Lamar Jackson, any any of these quarterbacks who can get out of the pocket and, and for what it is, sling a, sling a football, but nobody run and sling it like Patrick Mahomes. Right, mm-hmm. like that's that's just facts. We we all know it, and we hate it, you know. Uh, for our own reasons, but that, that's why I like think this is gonna be one of the highest viewed Super Bowls ever. But I feel like viewership will drop off as it goes. And yeah, oh my god, two oh, I, dude, this is gonna be such a good game. One, I don't uh, even know. Well, so what's, take- what's yeah, we'll get into the Super Bowl in a second, but yeah, uh. Kobe, let me get your take on this uh, NFC Conference Championship. So the NFC Conference Championship, um, uh, my inner Steelers fan really loved it because it looked a lot like AFC North games. Hard-hitting, defense-heavy, won by a field goal. Yeah. So, it, it, God, if anybody knows that kind of football, it's the AFC North. I'll give you all that. Yeah, and it, it I've never – it. No no rivalry has ever come close to how hard-hitting Steelers-Ravens was during the early 2000s and 20-teens. Last night might have made a case. Because you're right, there were a lot of hits that... And a rivalry like that already existed grew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Dude. That alone... You can see Eric, like these guys are getting paid, right? And yeah, they have they have emotional shit vest vested in it. But when you have that rivalry and you take it to the postseason, ooh, yep. I mean, it went from it went from you know two teams because you know you always have like you know these these two teams like when Justin Herbert was drafted to the Chargers, you know he's told you don't like the Raiders, period. You know that's just how that works. You know you're 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 told that you don't like this team that is your rival i mean if we're talking about it that happened that happened long before they made it to the nfl oh you play at alabama you don't like auburn you don't like lsu you don't like georgia but you damn sure don't like auburn right that's that's it yeah so so yeah it's like you're told there's a rivalry but there's one thing when you're told that you're there's a rivalry and it's another thing when players come to genuinely detest one another on the field. And you could see that happening with the Niners and Rams matchup on Sunday, which is why I say the rivalry was truly grown on Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then they sent them home. They sent them home for the year. Like it doesn't get, it, it, it was growing during that game. Like everyone was like, Oh, duh, you know, but to send them home, that's, that's it was crazy. Jimmy G has not lost as a six and zero against LA since he went to the Niners. Yeah, and it, yeah, because the Niners had a six game win streak going into that. Uh, but like, like Kobe, I know we talked about it before. You know, since we're talking about you know rivalry matchups and someone getting sent home, because the Steelers and Ravens met three times in a playoff series. 
you know, with, with the third one being a playoff game. So like, you know, in, in a situation like that, did you, because I did not watch that, uh, that at that time nearly as heavily as I do now, did it feel to you like that rivalry was more enhanced in a playoff game? The Steelers Ravens. I think that's what you said. Yeah. They met three times. Yeah. 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 Uh, I wouldn't say enhanced. I mean, the stakes were higher, but in terms of the rivalry, especially like in 08, you know, going the 09 postseason when that happened, the, those two teams really hated each other already. Like it was, <laughs> it was just a full on fuck you attitude towards them, you know, and that's to kind of a little bit just because it was the AFC championship, but, but I wouldn't say it heightened the rivalry because. Okay. Yeah. Like said, like if they play, they played in week one, they were they were trying to rip each other's helmets off. If they played in the AFC Championship, they were trying to rip each other's helmets off. Like it didn't. Yeah, one of um one of my favorite examples of like a player who is like informed that there is a rivalry, but they don't really like they're not a part of it yet. Because, you know, like, you can tell Joe Burrow, hey, you're rivals with the Steelers. But until Joe Burrow plays the Steelers, it's not a rivalry to Joe Burrow yet. Um, DJ about 11 times. Yes. Um, like, and it, it, it's Sidney Crosby with the Penguins. You know, Crosby was told, hey, you're rivals with the Flyers. And then Crosby's first matchup with the Flyers, you know, he gets slashed in the face. He loses two teeth off the flash or off the slash. Um, no penalty called. He complains to the ref and all Flyers fans call him crybaby Crosby for years off of that. You know, so you know, immediately, I mean, it was within minutes. He gets hit with a dirty hit. He winds up scoring the winner in overtime in his first meeting with the Flyers. Um, and from that point, it was clear to Crosby, yeah, this team hates me, therefore I hate them. And that's how it's been ever since. And that's what, that that's my favorite thing is when you see a young player who doesn't know that a rivalry, like knows that a rivalry exists, but hasn't really seen it yet. When you, that moment where they see it. And you saw that on Sunday with a lot of these newer Rams and newer Niners players, like sure. The rivalry was there, but you couldn't really see it. Like Debo knew the rivalry exists when he existed, when he got his shit beat over the middle. Oh my God. That was the Dude, point that the rivalry was born to Debo. To rival exactly oh my God. that's He's my favorite so and that's good. what you could see on sunday like i'm glad i'm glad he's okay right i really am yeah I, I was if, if he hadn't gone back in it would have put an like asterisk that. on that game for me hey, i think standing over a player after you swamp his ass should it's not be taunting. no should not be taunting in a rivalry game in a rivalry should, game specifically. I think taunting is the divisional rival you're allowed to. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. If you are, if you were, taunting is the dumbest shit ever. Like, why are we, why are we making football soft? Like, yeah. Like, we talk shit. That's what we do. That's what, like, growing up playing football, because I played football. Like, even we all three we, have. We talk shit, dude. It's what we, it's, it, it's all sports. I play. I play competitive slow pitch softball, and I've been thrown out of two games for running my fucking mouth. And I think that's soft because that's it's just it's just banter. At the end of the day, rivalry or not, you know, 
I'm going home, you're going home, I'm not putting hands on you, you know what I'm saying? Or at the end of the day, you shake hands, you walk away. Like that's what it is. Like it, it, it no taunting, especially in a physical game like football, is the dumbest rule that they have ever put into play. I got unsportsmanlike conduct called on me a lot of times in a in a in football. Oh, I, I did too, dude. I still remember. Make sense, bro. I still remember. Like I I this was when I was playing. I was playing fieldhouse ball because it was it was the perfect like off season football. Um, you know, just kind of keep you in shape kind of thing, and. I absolutely routed a dude caught like a five yard slant. And as the ball, like before the ball had even hit my hands, I knew I was going to catch it as I'm catching it. I'm already looking at the dude and just staring at him. And, and then the point where I got the penalty was after the ref had called the touchdown. I tossed the player that I torched the ball. And I guess that was frowned upon. <laughs> Apparently, giving the DB that you shit on uh, the football after you scored was not allowed. Oh no, the uh, the the. Oh, so you you chirped? No, I got an unsportsman. It was an un, no, un unsportsman. I think it was uh unnecessary roughness. Kobe, you played like, Call of Duty with me. Of course, I chirp. Yeah, but no, the dude. <laughs> so I picked him up, body slammed him, and proceeded to uppercut him through under his face mask. Yeah, see, that's so, excessive. <laughs> Until Wait, that's the not what we're talking about. Like, we're bro, talking about that's... taunting. We're not talking about punching a dude in the we're face. We're talking about an actual assault, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like Tyree. I'm talking like Tyree Kill on the way to the fucking on the way to the end zone with his peace sign. Now, when he came or when fucking oh, oh speaking of that shit, hang on. If you're gonna enforce fucking taunting, that needs to get flagged every time. He did that shit in the Bills game, and the fact that it didn't get flagged is a shame. I get it. The NFL has been on their knees with their mouth around Mahomes' cock since he entered the NFL, but there comes a point. Like, if you're going to enforce the fucking rules, enforce them. Like, if you're going to call bullshit taunting stuff, you got to call it all the way around, even if it's your new golden boy because Brady's on his way out. I agree. I agree. Yeah, if you're gonna but call it, call I it. I don't agree. like the rule, but if you're gonna call, call it, taunting anyway. Yeah, right. I don't right. like the rule, but if you're gonna call it, call it even. Uh, oh man. Oh, what an interesting segue because you just fucking talked about Brady retiring. What do we got next? Question. Well, actually, we're not going right into Brady retiring next because we were talking about overtime uh. rules and. What I wanted to talk about, so me and my dad, uh, it's been a running trend on the podcast of my dad doesn't watch football anymore because he doesn't like the direction it's going in, but he has watched every game since the divisional round started and is actually getting back into football and texts me throughout every single game now because uh, he knows oh, I'm watching yeah. them. Um, and so when the Bengals-Chiefs game went to overtime and the Chiefs won the coin toss, I texted him and said if the Chiefs go right down the field and score a touchdown, the overtime rules will change this offseason. Because at the end of the day, the reason Josh Allen isn't in the postseason right now is potentially off a 50-50 coin toss. Right. So, and, I mean, and if, if the Chiefs had gone down it, and scored, 
the reason Burrow wouldn't be in the Super Bowl would be off a 50-50 coin toss. So, And this goes back, and, and I'll say this, this goes back three years. Yeah. Kansas, we're in, New England is in Kansas City. Brady wins the to- coin toss. Goes down the field, scores, and Mahomes never has a chance to touch that ball. This has been go. This has been this has been a problem. This is the problem I've had with. This is the only overtime uh, rule that I do have a problem with, and that's everyone's is, problem with the overtime rule. I was gonna say it is genuinely considered by most people the worst overtime rules in all of sports. It is, is. As, as it is, and I mean it's taken Man. like notice many many different times. But is this the year? with as as much of a front stage as it's taken in the postseason, is this the year it changes? And what do you think the rule no. change will be? Kobe, you first. Um, what rule rule change will be? I if it hope, changes, what do you think the change would be? I hope it's the Ravens proposal from this past offseason. Or at least some variation of that. Would you For break that down? People- yeah, for those unfamiliar, the basic premise of it is whoever wins the coin toss gets to pick what where you spot where they spot the ball. There's no kickoff. Whoever wins the toss, you pick where they spot the ball, or you can, uh, yeah, you can pick to where you spot the ball and which direction to go, and then the other team would pick uh, who's on offense, who's on defense. So there'd be some strategy to where you place the ball. Of course, if you place it on the one yard line going. Uh, the other direction, the other team's going to pick defense. Of course, we want to be on defense. We'll make you drive it 99 yards to beat us. And then full. So. And in, in their proposal, it's still first team to score wins. Yeah, I still think, I think <clears throat> that's the best. I think they like. Was, the was their proposal, did it have to be a touchdown or would a field goal win it in that situation? You know, I everything I read on it didn't go that far in depth. Okay. Everyone was, everything talked about that basic premise and I'm sure. So maybe, it, maybe, maybe it was like same overtime rules that we have now, but with that added on where, you know, field goal, the other team gets a possession. If you score a touchdown, it's over. Yeah. What if the defense stops them? If the defense stops them, do they have to hold the ball or do they win because they stop the they stop the ninety nine yard fucking whatever? Like it's oh, then the offense still has to score. Obviously, it's still okay. It's still points wins, but um, but you wouldn't put it on the one because then you know you'd have to drive ninety nine yards unless yeah point that's the point is you couldn't do that like you know what i mean so that's why the other team gets to pick that's what that avoids is putting it on the one yard line it's like it's like when you were like you know brothers and you're and you know your mom gave you a chocolate bar and you had to split it and so one sibling would break it in half and the other one got to pick which half they wanted so you wouldn't just like break it at the very end you try to get it in as in the middle as possible same same concept Um, so so jack um, do you think the rules will change if the, but even if you don't, if the rules were to change, what do you think the rule change would be? All right. So I don't, I don't think this is the year for it. And it makes me sad to say that because the NFL golden boy didn't win back to back overtime. So, but it's never also been done in history in the postseason. Um, but I believe, all right. So, baseball extra innings they've they've adjusted some shit right they put a runner on second now yep. whatever that's just to, that's just to keep it from being drawn out to like you know that's just how the game's from game. going for five hours 
right. extra. Um, so, but you still play a whole inning. Um, fucking uh, hockey's a little bit different because the the puck changes changes hands so many times. Um, yeah, I mean, hockey's just a flat out sudden death. Yeah, uh, basketball, you get you know an extra you get an extra uh, period or quarter, right? Another fucking yeah, it's shortened, but yeah, right. So let them play. Let them play a whole like how what what is it now? It's ten minute. Is it a ten minute quarter? Uh, Overtime is ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, you I think mean, let them play a whole ten minutes and who's ever on top then? Let, right. Because I mean, especially because it's I mean, or or I mean that that I mean, it's a little excessive because the games could carry on, right? Dude, let well let, no because in right, regulation so let, that would be your you'd play your ten minutes and that'd be it. Or the easiest, yeah. But what if the score in the regular tie? season? No, if in the regular season you play right. ten minutes and then it'd be a tie. Be but a so tie. in overtime you'd have to play another quarter. So, the, I think the easiest way to change this rule is give give the cause they even say it. They even say the words right. Both uh, both teams will have an opportunity to possess the ball, right? And they should just fucking stop the fucking rant there because that's where it should be. Because they're like, yep. oh, both both teams will have the opportunity to possess the ball unless the team who uh, gets the ball goes down and scores a touchdown first. No, no, no. Give them both a chance because <sighs> – I mean, yeah, it might go on for a while, but fucking let them play football, man. This is championships are won in in at, at the end of the game when everyone's fucking tired and who wants it more. It's not, yeah. at that point. At that point, it's not about the talent on the team. It's about who fucking wants it. Let them play. Let them play. Like, all right. So let's say last night the the rules are each team has a, an opportunity to possess the football, right? I'm not gonna lie, Jack. You're stealing my you're stealing my rule change thunder right now, dude. You know, this is this is the only rule change. So let's say Mahomes goes down and scores, and then Joe Burrow and it just can't get it done. All right, whatever. Then oh, you haven't stole my thunder yet. That's fair. That's fair. But you know what I mean, like, but I mean that's anytime. Let's say they stop them and then they go down and score, or they don't. You know what I'm saying, like. Then, like, all right, so both teams go down and score. Then, absolutely, the next set of points wins. Or not, I think there's so many, there's so many ways to just make it not whoever scores a touchdown first. Yeah. That's, so, that's such bullshit. So here is, I one, I also don't think it'll change this offseason, but I think it'll get proposed again. And, it, like, it's going to happen. It's just not going to happen this year. I think it might happen next year. Um, I think what, honestly, what we need to happen as, as crazy as this is to say, we need a Super Bowl to be an absolute shootout. Like, I'm talking both teams in the in the 40s. Like, I'm talking like 45-45 tie, goes to overtime, the team wins the coin toss, goes right down the field and scores a touchdown. That'll be the time when you see the overtime rules change in the offseason. But what I think the rule change should be is very similar to what Jack just said is it should be both teams have an equal opportunity to possess the ball, touchdown or not. But what becomes really interesting about this is let's say, let's go back to the Chiefs-Bills game. And let's say, you know, so the Chiefs win the coin toss. They go right down the field and score a touchdown. With today's rules, that's obviously the end of the game. With this rule change, now the question comes in, do you kick the PAT or do you go for two? Right. 
because if you go for two and you get it now the best that so if you so let's say they go for two and they get it now they're up eight bills get the ball they drive down they score they also go for two maybe they get it too maybe they don't if they don't get it obviously game's over if they do get it then the chiefs get the ball and if they score again the game's over or the chiefs go down score a touchdown they're like yeah let's go for two and they don't get it then the bills score kick a pat game's over or the chiefs score they kick their pat and then the bills go down and they're like, do we chance going for two to just try to end it here? Like there's so much strategy to just what happens after you score a touchdown in that situation, that it is so much more interesting and it takes so much more, you know, both coaching and player talent than it does. If just, if one team scores a touchdown, the game ends. Right. That's what I, I think I, they I should com- do. I completely agree. I, or, or just let them play the, 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 the shortened quarter. Yeah, or or, or play out a ten minute quarter, and then in overtime. So you know, because in, because in, let's re- talk about it. They give them they give them what two timeouts and a fucking challenge or no everything no has challenge all challenges are big. Yeah. Right. So but yeah, I mean, you still give them all these fucking timeouts, but for what? For what? Why do they need that many timeouts if they're not gonna? They're, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a single team use all their timeouts in overtime? Yeah, that, all the time because. That, that they fucking went down and scored on the first drive. I mean, no, no, never no. that. So, um, I mean, so next up, you know, we've gone over overtime rules, conference championships. Tom Brady, Adam Schefter earlier this week reports that Tom Brady is retiring. And every report that we have seen from every other source, including Tom Brady himself on a podcast earlier today says that Tom Brady is not retired. Is he going to retire this off season? God damn it. All those years. All those years up there being dude, cryptic with fucking bill, man, you know, fucking Sith Lord Belichick. I don't, I don't know, man. You can't, you can't read that guy. You cannot, you've never been able to not once in his career. That wasn't as crazy. He'd been like, you know, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, everyone thought he was retired, and then he came back. And all kinds of, you, you can't tell with him. And I, I want, look, all right. Oh, long time New England fan. All right. Part of me wants him to retire, and it's not because of how good he is. Part of me wants him to retire before he does hit that fucking cliff that everyone's been yeah. talking about. Ben, he just has he just has like a fucking Flacco season, you know. Where I mean, you he know, was just statistically the best quarterback in the NFL. I know, and that's what I'm saying. But for how much longer? Like, what if this off? What if this off season alone something crazy happens? You know, what I'm saying like, and it changes it changes him, and then he goes into you know next year thinking, oh, everything's cool. You know, I feel just the same. This out of, but there's like just a switch that happens that he doesn't even really is, is really aware of, and he just goes into the season just playing like fucking just dog shit, and you know that's that's something that he's really gotta like I think he's gonna really take into consideration, and I, I, I bet he is. He's not dumb. He's fucking smart, and that's the last thing on the planet that he wants. He does. I mean, not the man just threw for fifty three hundred yards at forty four years old. 
I mean, I get that, but he doesn't want his legacy to be tarnished on his fault. No, no, no. That's I, I'm I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I'm with your point of like he's not dumb. You know, he he knows his body. Yeah, clearly, most 44 year olds cannot throw for 5,300 yards, even if they were already <laughs> no, an NFL look, quarterback. With no defense chasing him, like. Go ahead, Kobe. So most 44 year olds can't throw 53 feet. Uh, that's that's probably fair that's probably fair but dude i don't I, it's so hard it's so hard to fucking to to say well, so whether or not if, if you had to say though is he come is he gonna play football next season yes or no i think i think he does i think he's back next season all right kobe probably not i think the only reason he's not retiring is because he didn't get to control his own uh uh announcement so you think he is going to be back next year? No, no Kobe I think, thinks he's done. I think he's done. I think the reason he's going back on it now is because he wanted to control the announcement and Chef leaked it. Well, but we also have to take into to, uh, consideration, too. Didn't Adam Schefter just, like, retire immediately after making that statement? Isn't no, that he's still going. Oh, I could have sworn. Oh, it must be people saying that he needs to retire for lying to us. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. That's exactly what uh, it is. Okay. But, I mean, what I saw from that podcast today, it said he's day-to-day. He doesn't know yet. Like, so, Yeah, exactly. He hasn't made a decision. I don't so, know, man. I, I just so, the, My take on it is, and I think, I think Schefter jumped the gun. I think he genuinely is day-to-day because if anybody knows his own body, because Brady said himself, he said, I'll play till I'm 50 if I feel like I physically can't. And he is literally day-to-day judging his body on whether or not he thinks he can come back and play at a high level. Clearly this year he could, he threw for 5,300 yards. But like we said, there is that cliff for quarterbacks. We saw it with Peyton Manning. We saw it with Phillip Rivers. We saw it with uh, Drew Brees, you know, like that cliff exists and uh, when a drops off of it. Yeah. <laughs> Far. Yeah. And then he like, tried again. When, when a player drops off that cliff, it, I mean, you go from throwing for 5,300 yards in a year to 2,013, you know, and, and more picks than touchdowns. Like, it's it's something that every quarterback hits. And I think when Brady says he's day-to-day, is he knows his body better than probably any of those other quarterbacks we just listed off. Except, and, uh, what's his name, Alex? What's his name? What's his business partner's name? I bet oh, I he knows know. Brady's body pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Sorry, like continue. like Brady knows his body better than any of those other quarterbacks we just listed. And if anybody is going to know if he's going to hit that cliff, it would be Brady. And that's why yes. he's day to day is he's white waiting to see if that cliff is actually going to hit this off season. And if it's not, then he's coming back. If he thinks it is, then he'll retire. But I don't think that cliff is there yet. And I think he'll be back next year. Also, the other reason he's day-to-day is he's technically an unrestricted free agent right now. So I think if if the Bucks oh. say if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers say you're not coming back here, then he says, fine, I'm gone. But if the Bucs okay. say we'll bring you back on a one-year deal, then he'll come back and play. I don't think he wants to play anywhere other than Tampa right now. Quinn, Quinn, you just put the ultimate fantasy in my head. 
him coming back to New England? Oh, what if Robert Kraft was like, bro, we'll give you 25 mil and we'll draft a receiver. We'll draft whatever. We'll go for whatever receiver you want that is a free agent. Well, no. So, so Jack, there is a world where he signs with New England. And this makes one more fucking run, dude. No, 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 no. No, so this is, Jack, this is the world. It's called a one-day contract and he retires a Patriot. God, man. Tomlinson would... did the same thing with the Chargers. I mean, it's a it's a common thing. A player signs a one-day contract so that they can retire with the team that was their team for 99% of their career. Dude, I just... That's like, oh, my God, dude. That fucking... Even even just one more run at it. Just one more run at it, and then retire. Basically. Yeah, I don't even think New England would sign him right now. They got Mac Jones. I think they're done with him. Um, yeah, yeah, Matt yeah. Jones is. I think it's either I think it's either Brady plays one or two more years with with Tampa, or he retires. Um, so I I personally I think that's what it hinges on is not whether or not Brady can go another year. I think Brady could go another year. It's whether or not Tampa is willing to bring him back for another year. I I, th- I honestly think his family plays a huge aspect in it too because he keeps talking about spending time with his kids. And you got to think about it. He's been playing so long. His kids ain't getting no fucking younger, man. His son's like Orion's age, I think, like 12, 13. And he's, he's been playing football his whole life, like, which is cool. You know, my dad's the greatest quarterback to ever live. But, I mean, what does what the kid say? I mean, I look at it from a parent standpoint, too. Like, Yeah, but well, he ain't winning the kid point, championship. That still belongs to Phillip Rivers. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's just because, you know, Phillip Rivers had, like, 12 of them. And, you know, one, he's one got, of he's, 12 is bound to like you, right? Like, he, he's legit got nine. <laughs> Phil legit has nine kids. I mean, I knew it was up there. Sorry, I overshot a little bit. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, does he kiss I, them on the mouth? True. Oh man! Look, look, y'all need to that man alone. While we're while we're talking kid stories, I do have to bring up my favorite kid story in the NFL. Y'all, y'all know who Antonio Cromartie is? Yes. The name sounds familiar. Yeah, he played for the Chargers, the Jets. Uh, I think he went somewhere else as well. Uh, he has one of the greatest interceptions of all time on Peyton Manning, like literally, like diving backwards, one-handed pick um, on Peyton Manning when he was throwing to Reggie Wayne. Like there's whole interviews about it with Reggie Wayne, and he's like, "I watched him jump up and grab that," and I was like, "I'm not even mad." Like he was like, "We we just turned the ball over, and that's just one of the best plays I've ever seen." But Antonio Cromartie, uh, he has 14 children. What's interesting about the 14 children? There were 12 different women, but it gets better. Six of the 14 kids came after he had a vasectomy. That's the ultimate kid maker in NFL history. He didn't miss, man. That yeah. motherfucker don't miss. <laughs> he don't miss. The strongest sperm award in NFL history goes to. Hey, his sperm weren't swimmers; they were shooters. It's <laughs> so good that we're having this conversation because I'm listening to Twenty One Savage right now, and he's talking about shooters. <laughs> yeah oh, so i say he comes back for I, I think i think he comes back because i think tampa with knowing where we're at in the qb market i don't think tampa lets is him ready go. for that they're yeah, not ready to go I, crawling back to Jameis. 
Oh no, it's it, it'll be Kyle Trask stepping up, but I don't think Trask is there yet. I think another year behind Brady would do him wonders. So I think they give Brady a one year deal. Brady comes back. Uh, we'll see how he does. Um, but yeah, so with that, Super Bowl ticket prices. Bro, um, hold on, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Well, so hang on. I think before you pull it up, Jack, actually, you can pull it up. It's in the Discord. No, no, no. So, Jack, don't pull it up. Uh, um, in the door, like if, if you just wanted to go to the game right now, you were like, fuck it. And I'm gonna go off, um, I'm gonna go off tick pick because they don't have tickets with ads or with uh, with fees after the fact. So that's like your total ticket price. Right. Um, so what do you think, like in the door price? Are we are we taking a shot at what the cheapest would be? Yeah, yeah. So in the door, what the cheapest Four, ticket would be? $4,800. $4, All right, so Jack saying 4800 Jack, it's higher. Oh, it went up? Oh, yeah, it's shit. higher. Shit, I'm gonna say close to six. Then my it's numbers are my numbers are as of yesterday. Oh shit, probably six. Yeah, six thousand five hundred eighty-seven dollars is the cheapest ticket you can find right now Jesus after fees. Christ, dude. Now, I mean, here's where things get interesting. So that's your in the door price. Now there is a pair of seats on TickPick, uh, third row at midfield. You know three rows back from the field. Right. What do you think those cost? Um, We're probably clo talk talking close to 40 G's, bro. At Higher. Least. Shut the fuck double up. It. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and double it real quick. And then add some more. <laughs> yep. Uh, fucking 90, 93. Higher. Shut the fuck up, dude. I don't want to know. I don't want to know because I will never hold that much money in my hand where I'm just like, hey, let's go to a football game. Like, Yeah. It, um, I actually looked them up. I, I looked back up those tickets. $102,734. Nah, 100 bands. Jesus. All right. So hear me out, right? Like, And that's not on the field. That's still three rows back. Imagine if the tickets in the front row went on sale. Oh my god, dude! Fucking, we gotta look at the, you gotta look at the draw for it, right? Two teams that aren't normally here, like uh, the Rams have. Uh, Rams always have a shot, but it's their it's their home stadium, right? Yep. It, I'm actually while we're talking about this, I'm gonna look it up and see if anything new went on sale. All right, um, it's it's the, it's SoFi. The 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 stadium's less than a year. It's less than a year old, right? Or is this season two? Uh, this is the, so it's technically season two, but season one was COVID. So it's the first year with fans. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's the first season. They're still trying to pay for that fucking stadium. Dude. I, the, but the draw here is, is it's Cincinnati who, who would have thought, right. And the Rams, I mean, I'm not saying who would have thought, but the odds of it being the Rams at home for the Super Bowl, it, it, the draw is so good. And also, you got two, so real quick. We also got to talk about the fact that in NFL history, no team had ever played in their home stadium for a Super Bowl. And then now we've had back-to-back -back Super Bowls where their home team's been in their stadium. Well, it's because they, they stopped hosting them in Detroit and Minnesota. Well, 
I mean, okay. So else, update else update on the like in the door Bar- price. Rob um, is. Uh... You can. It, it's really interesting on TickPick right now. They have two tickets. Uh, it's upper corner road TBD, but you're getting two tickets of five thousand seven hundred forty six dollars. So that's the new low. <coughs> Um, you're also, you're, you're still looking at about 70. I mean, if you want like, yeah, by the way, the tickets I was talking about at $102,000, uh, they're gone. Someone bought those. Yeah. I bet they fucking did. It's LA bro. Do you understand the money that you need to even be in LA? It's like being in New York, but the West coast it's so fucking expensive. There's like last night they were doing the, the fucking pan through fucking, uh, I want to say, uh, oh God, I saw so many. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was there chilling, like all kinds of shit, bro. There's like it, the money pit is. They they found it. They found it. You want to have yeah. a fucking? Oh my God! And uh, also, also, we we're talking about the, um, the the. We can talk about the sound factor of that fucking stadium too. We, I don't think that's been addressed ever, has it? Oh no, SoFi Stadium, like no, it's it's built for fucking being loud, dude. Matt, or what is it? Matt Stafford was in his fucking silent count at like the beginning or the end of this uh, first quarter. Yeah, which is also game. a shame. The fact that any team is at their home stadium in the NFC Conference Championship and using a silent count, but yet the memes are all, you know, the Chargers have no fans. How about we talk about the NFC Championship game where the LA Rams starting quarterback is having to silent count? Dude, it... it, it I don't. You know, I think how many San Francisco fans were in attendance too. Where the fuck did this shell come from? Sorry. No, it was about it was about seventy five percent San Francisco fans. Uh, from the numbers that I saw. Dude, it's it but was yeah. crazy, man. Like, and and just to hear, and then oh, and if the Rams lost that game, which timeout that they wasted, right? That they yeah. Won, I, I was talking. I was talking to Cassie about that. I was like, because when it first happened, right. When it first happened, Sean McVay threw that challenge away. I was just like, all right, if if they need that timeout later, we'll know. And then fucking Stafford, Stafford runs down the clock and he's like, fuck, timeout, timeout, timeout. And I was like, oh, look, another waste of time. And then timeout. they waste and another challenge. On a fucking challenge. I was just like, oh, I get why you're doing it, man. You've been aggressive. You know, you're trying to be aggressive. You know, this is it. This is all you got. If yeah. like, and yeah, I was just so, like, had they lost before that last challenge, I was like, which timeout did they need? Right. Yeah. So since we're talking about Matt Stafford, let's branch into is Matt Stafford a Hall of Famer? As of right now, before he's won a Super Bowl, would you put him in the Hall of Fame, Kobe? No. He does have the the top two receivers uh, receiving yards records. You know, he's the quarterback to do the top two uh, with uh, Megatron and you know Cooper Cup this year. He just didn't have enough success in Detroit. Now, I, did how many winning seasons did they have? Two. Okay. All right. So let me ask you. This. Let me ask you this. Look at the statistics aside from the impact yards. Uh, oh no, no, stuff yeah, like that. statistically, because it's it, yeah. At, except at the, the, end, Jack, the, the end winning the factor day, does right, matter. At the end of the day, the winning factor. Oh, absolutely, absolutely right, absolutely right. I, 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 it does, but like you have to also look at, it, at what he's done with what he's had around him. Yes, and Quinn's going to bring up the jump ball factor. 
fucking Galladay. Oh, I'm gonna fucking bring up something way better than that. I'm gonna because I thought this would come up today. I've <sighs> saved the one for you, dude. I I get ready. I don't. I just, you know, fuck it. I'll do it now. So people are saying that Philip Rivers is not a Hall of Famer. I would never agree with that. I would but, never. So if Philip Rivers is not a Hall of Famer, then how would Matt Stafford be? At least Philip Rivers consistently took his team to the playoffs. Matt Stafford had a whole Calvin Johnson career. Calvin never played a single game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it because it seems like because I always have said, you know, winning is a team stat. How's you know, people, line? How is that offensive line? No, no. So, so everyone always says, or I have always said winning is a team stat. But right. then, like, if you go to argue quarterbacks, like right now, uh, there are multiple arguments. If you go on Twitter and just go to Chargers Twitter or Bengals Twitter, there are arguments back and forth over who's better, Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. And you'll be seeing those for years. But now Bengals fans are like, oh, well, y'all didn't even make the playoffs. It's like, oh, I didn't realize winning was a quarterback stat. The issue is, as far as like the Hall of Fame committee is concerned, winning is a quarterback stat. So the right. fact that that Matt Stafford has made what? One is, is this Matt Stafford's first playoff appearance? No. Did he go with the Lions so. ever? I don't believe so. Don't yes, he went, with, he went with the Lions once, I think. Once, I'll okay. So, so in his whole career, he's been in the playoffs twice? I mean, okay. sure, he went on a good run once, but if but you want to argue a player playing a career, it's like th- there are other people there. But but my, my point is you cannot say Matt Stafford is a Hall of Famer without – also saying someone like Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to, I would tell you till I'm blue in the face that Philip Rivers is also a Hall of Famer. I, I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm looking at total career and the success they had as, a, as the individual, right? I mean, win factor, of course. Yeah. I don't, and it should play a factor, I guess, but I don't, I don't think it, it shouldn't play a factor, but it will. Yeah. Okay. So That's without the, without the win factor, without the win factor, do yeah, without the win factor, he is. But the issue is so, the win factor exists. So if he wins the Super Bowl this year, that changes your mind. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I think he is with that, with or without. But I also think Philip Rivers is with their with or without. So your argument, while valid, is lost on me because I agree. Right? Does that well, so sense? so my th- my thing is, I think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. But Philip Rivers was also statistically better than both the other quarterbacks in the 0-4 draft class. So if you want to go off pure statistics, Philip Rivers was the best quarterback out of 04, but both, you know, Steelers and Giants fans want to say, oh, Eli and Ben were better because Eli and Ben won Super Bowls. Well, if you want to argue that, you're saying Trent Dilford's better than Dan Marino. I mean, you're, I'm not, I'm not because, saying yeah, you're wrong. If you, not, if you look like... at pure numbers, Rivers was the best. But it, 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 I mean, and it comes back to... If that Actually, is your argument, let's talk about no playoff wins and still a Hall of Famer. Tony Romo's a Hall of Famer. Changed my fucking mind. Statistics. I don't think Romo goes to the Hall. What? Are you crazy? Well, no, not correction. Correction. Romo will go to the Hall, but it'll be as a broadcaster, not a player. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I love I love you to death. And that that we we can we can when when it happens, it happens, right? But we will remember this day. This day, this will be the day. I'm not going to argue with it because I don't like Tony. Like Tony Romo as an announcer, awesome. 
I, I just he just well, I don't know. He he, he also he has his mouth wrapped around Mahomes, but he's got his mouth wrapped around fucking everything, dude. He, because he was he was such a good and smart quarterback statistics wise, even alone. One well, of the no, best. So I, I got to tell you, have, he didn't have that. He didn't have that factor that got him over the playoff hump. He's a choke so, artist. Every so my dad. Time. But like we were talking about my dad earlier, you know, hasn't watched a lot of football this year. Right. So, you know, my dad's watching the divisional round. He hasn't watched football in the last two years. He hasn't really listened to a Romo cast period. So he's sitting there watching the bills chiefs game out of the blue. He just texts me. I wish Romo would stop sucking off Mahomes while Josh Allen's playing a better game. And I was like, Holy shit. This man really has sat down watched one football game and has said everything that every NFL fan that knows what is happening has said for the last year. Uh, so before, when was this posted? Hold on. January 18th, 2022. For most of his career, Matt Stafford has heard about his 0-3 postseason. So he's been to three postseason games. He's been, he's been to three postseasons his whole career. So, I mean, it's not many, and he's lost all three. But I mean, he has made it. Detroit. But I mean, and also, I mean, in his defense, the Lions haven't been good. I mean, dude, he hasn't had it all. He's been running for his life almost his entire career. Philip Rivers, and dude, this is the one thing I will take away from this. Philip Rivers has, at, at least till the end of his season, always had a fucking offensive line. And- oh my God! Hang on, time to break out the stats, baby, because you're wrong. Um, since 2006. The Chargers have had a bottom. So the since 06, the Chargers have had the ranked 30th, 31st, or 32nd offensive line since 2006 until this season. The Chargers have been a bottom three offensive line since 2006. What's crazy is he he was he didn't take that many sacks because he throws the ball insanely fast. Yeah. That had nothing to do with the O-line. It had everything to do with the quarterback. The Chargers were a bottom three O-line from 06 until this year. And because this year we brought in Corey Lindsley, drafted Rashawn Slater, brought in Ode Abushi, brought in Matt Filer, brought in the pieces that actually made that unit good, finally. But they were bottom three from 06 to 2021. So yeah, O line was not the reason that Philip Rivers succeeded. But Super Bowl opening line. So first of all, we'll go we'll we'll go one by one. We got we're gonna go point spread over under money line, and what we're gonna do is would you will you bet it today? Or are you waiting for the line to move? And if you were betting it today, or if you are going to bet it today, what are you taking? But uh, if you're betting it today, what are you taking? Or are you waiting for the line to move? And what is your dream line? So, uh, Kobe, we're going to go to you first. So, point spread right now. uh, The line opened at Rams minus four. It did go to Rams minus four and a half for like literally two hours and then moved back. So we're sitting at Rams minus four. That's what it opened at. That's where it's at right now. So are you betting Rams minus four or are you wanting the line to move? And if so, what are you wanting it to move for? All right. I'm not betting either team minus four because this game is 100% ending on the leg of McPherson or Gay. 
That is 100% how this game is ending. That is the only way it can end. Um, so I wouldn't take minus four for either. So take the I would take the Bengals on the plus four there. Um, so you'd bet Bengals plus four. Four. Yeah. And is that is that what you want to bet, or like would you want the are you wanting the line to move before you put a bet down? Like it like are are you betting this right now, or are you waiting to see if this line moves because no, you got two I'm, weeks? I, I always let the line move. I'm always a day of or day before better. So what is the line you're looking for? Is there a is there a line you're looking for? I guess I should say. I'd like to see Rams under two and a half. So you're looking for Rams minus two and a half. Or I'm looking for Rams minus like seven. Okay. Mm. So you're looking. Mm, so, that's that's a pretty big swing there, bud. Yeah. No, so you're like, looking for either the Rams to be such an aggressive favorite that you slam the Bengals or for it to be two and a half. Yeah. Get it under two and a half. That way I can take it. You want it to either be within a field goal or the Rams to be such an aggressive favorite that you take the Bengals. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Jack. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I, I it, this is going to be so, like I said, it's going to be such a defense heavy. I kind of have to agree with Kobe here. Either, either they, either they, they go big or they fucking, or it's going to be, they were there to see a blowout or another three point game. No, I don't think we're going to see a defensive heavy game. With the way those two, oh no. Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup are going to combine for 350 receiving yards. I don't know, man. I could see a defense-heavy game. Yeah, I could see it, but I mean, then, then you. I, but I could also see it being an absolute shootout. Yeah, then you got to take in the cup factor, right? It's fucking. You got, you got Cooper Cup and Odell on one side, and you have Higgins, Boyd, and Chase on the other. Like there are dude, two nasty fucking... receiving courts and two good quarterbacks on each side of the ball. I uh, do. I. 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 I love T Higgins, man. I fucking that that dude is is an animal, and like Jamar, and I, I don't even think we've even seen a fraction of what Jamar Chase has to offer the NFL. It's so sad. Hi, Kobe, I'm so sorry for what you got coming for the next couple of years. Oh, he's aware. We uh, talked dude, about how young that team is. Dude, Look, all I need is Joe Burrow to get to his uh, his first real contract and get paid the way Mahomes does. That way, it can cripple that entire roster. Hi, so I'm already enjoying that. Uh, I'm dude. just waiting for the waiting Everyone, for the repercussion. Josh Allen, man, Josh Allen, he's not looking like that's going to happen to him, and that makes me sad, you know. But he'll take a um, team from deals so that way the Bills can build up, and then he'll be like the Tom Brady of these guys, where where he's just the one winning all the Super Bowls. Yeah, so I'm a. This is what I'm gonna say about this point spread right here. I have the Bengals flat out winning this game. So obviously I'm, I'm willing to bet this right now. I'll bet this right now. Bengals plus four. Cause I got the Bengals winning the game. So you would take this spread. Oh, you would I'll, take I'll take the spread. Yeah. Take the spread right now. Yeah. Cause a spread doesn't matter. No matter which way it moves, the Rams will never not be the favorite. So one way or the other, if I'm betting the Bengals plus, I don't care. The Bengals will never be the favorite in this matchup unless Odell Beckham tears an ACL in practice. Oh, like that's the that's the only you know, like unless some like random Rams player gets hurt, the Bengals will never be the favorite. 
Um, but on the off chance that maybe, you know, a bank, you know, a Rams player does get hurt. Maybe I do bet this now. Like I would bet this right this second. I'm, I'm content. I'll take Bengals plus four right now. Now over underline, it's sitting at 50 points dead on Jack. You think more than 50 points or less than 50 points get scored in this game? Are you willing to bet this right now? Or are you waiting for a certain line? 50 points total, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd take the over on the 50 right now. I, I think I think they I think they both put up at least 25. But you know, it's gonna be it's going to be a couple plays. It's not going to be like, oh, well, they're just going down and scoring. I'm thinking like <clears throat> Cooper Cup or fucking Odell breaks on one big play and they score. And then it happens a couple times on both sides of the ball. But other than that, I think the defense is just going to be punching the f- fucking people all night. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I think they're going to score 50 points between the two, but I don't think it's going to be like an all game. Like, oh, that drive took six minutes. Oh, that, that drive took four minutes off the clock. I think it's going to be like a couple big plays here and there. They're going to get up to 50. Or they're going to get in the 50 area. And then when it goes to uh, – I don't know if when it goes to overtime, but, like, the, like of course, it's going to be scored – or it's going to be finished on a field goal. The field goal covers the 50 spread. Okay, so you think it covers about, like, three points. Maybe roughly, less. Roughly, yeah. Kobe? <clears throat> but I, I'm always – Life's too short to bet the under. I always bet the over. It's 50-50 either way. Life's too short to bet the under. So you're slamming this over, or are you waiting on the line to move? I, I just – I always take the over. It's just – Yeah, but would you take – would you take plus 50 or sub – like, you you said you were saying we take plus 50 right now. Well, like, yeah. Like, you, you don't think would, this you, – you're not waiting to see if this line moves? I don't know. Twenty-seven, twenty-four would be. <laughs> that's, not, that's not. That's not. That's not un, unthinkable, right? Twenty-seven, yeah, that, twenty-four. That's that's that three touchdowns like a in a field goal. And sounds for both teams. Yeah, that's fifty-one. That's the over. So yeah. So here's my thing. I think this game could be twenty-one, twenty-four. I think it could be fourteen, seventeen. That's what scares me. Is so you're I, waiting for the line to move. Yep. So we've seen both of these defenses get really fucking hot oh, yeah. at different points throughout the year. We saw it last week with the Bengals. We've seen the Rams defense just absolutely shut shit down. Um, so my big thing is kind of hard not to, when you have the best defensive player we've probably ever seen on the Rams defensive line. Yeah. So I mean, you've got on the Rams, you have arguably the best corner. You do have the best down lineman. You know, I mean, you've also got Von Miller. Like, I mean, there's there's a lot going on over there. The Bengals are just incredibly well coached and have just good solid talent throughout. So if I if I'm looking at this line, I'm not betting a 50 point spread, period. I'm looking for it to move down. If okay. that's if that over under moves down, I would say at about 47 and a half. I bet the over. Mm. If it moves up, I'm scared to even touch it. So if the line moves, I would bet it at 47 and a half. I'll bet the over. If it moves <sighs> any other direction or doesn't move at all, I'm not breathing in the general direction of this. It scares me too much. It's not worth the monetary risk. 
I feel, like, I feel like if it moved up, if it, if it went up two points, I, I would, I, I, there's no way you don't take the under on that. Because it's crazy. What, yeah, you know, here's what I'll do. If it moves down two and a half, bet the over. If it moves up two and a half, I bet the under. Uh, dude, now you got me thinking about it. I just, I, I don't know if I, if I'm gonna bet this at all. Like no, I'm game, the over under game. scares the fuck out of me. I, I, this is what I'll tell you. That dude, those under, are my two, from what I, from what I was those hearing, those the under I said. So I'm not touching the over under in this game. I don't want to breathe near it. I don't even want to look at it much longer. In fact, I'm taking it off the show sheet because it scares me that much. I took it off the show sheet, Jack. That's some real serious shit. That's some real serious shit. I don't like, like the over-under in this game. I Billy. wouldn't touch it. If you like your money, you will not touch the over-under. If you like wasting money, go bet on it. If you so Dude, like there, there are a few things that, the that under you can do. Paid out so many times this year. The under for football games has paid out so Ooh. many fucking times this year. So here's and my thought, scary. right? Is you could bet $20 on the over-under. Or you could buy a Taco Bell 12 pack for your fucking Super Bowl party. Which do you think would be more appreciated? You losing $20 on an over under or you buying a 12 pack for your Super Bowl Taco party? Bell. I'm buying that exactly. Taco Bell pack. Exactly. Exactly. Put your money party. somewhere where it actually will. Oh, yeah. Don't... That sounds like dinner to me. The fuck? I might be do not bet the over under on this game. Now, what you could bet is the money line. The money line, the Rams are minus 175. The Bengals are plus 140. Now, I'll go ahead and give you mine first. I think the Rams, because the Rams already for us, for like we talked about it for a couple hours, they became four and a half point favorites. I think this line might move again. And I think the Rams are going to wind up being five, five and a half point favorites by the, by Super Bowl Sunday. If the Rams wind up being five, five and a half point favorites, that obviously means the money line moves. I have the Bengals winning this game. I think the Bengals will win this game. Have you seen a game this year where the Bengals weren't the underdog? Like everyone has counted them out from fucking rip and they've proved everyone wrong. This is just the last step in the equation. They're going to do it again. They're going to win the game. I'm slamming the Bengals money line, but I'm not betting them 140 because the odds are going to get better. You can win more money if you just wait because watch the watch the line. When the line moves more in favor of the Rams, you'll have more money if you bet on the Bengals. You could bet them now, and sure, you can win money now, but you could win more money if you wait. <sighs> Jack, the oh, is it me now? Yeah, go for it. All right, so if we're taking this spread right here on the money line, right? I right, or are you that. waiting on it to move? I don't know that I want it to move because I, like you said, I don't think that the Bengals are going to become any more of the favorite, right? I think the Rams can. Right, so you think game. the Rams are going to win, right? I, I do. I, I, I do. Uh, so if I if I was you thinking the Rams are going to win, I'm, I'm betting bet now. now. Yeah, because if the if the spread moves any any further in the Rams' direction, then I'm I'm losing money the longer I yep. wait. Um, yeah. So I mean, I gotta take I, 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 the only way the only way I'm waiting. Like I'll put a little bit down now and hope and hope the fucking Rams favor down. Um, yeah, just because. And then I'll bet more later. Like if 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 it goes down, like I'd put like I'd put I'd put like a hundred on this. 
maybe. Yeah. Just a, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's so, so Kobe, are you on board with both of us that this line only moves in favor of the Rams? And if you think the Rams are going to win, you should bet now, or are you thinking different? I don't know because I feel, I feel like the Joe Burrow factor is going to kick in. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like, especially once he get once he's in front of the press all week, you know, a uh, week two of, of this, uh, of the break or whatever. Um, I, I think the Joe Burrow effect is going to set in. Everyone's going to start putting their money on that side. And uh, people are going to try and bring it close. Uh, and I think the Vegas will bring the lines closer in. I think it'll actually move closer to Bengals side. Okay, so you think the line's going to move the other way? Yes. In, in a big fashion? Over the Joe Burrow effect? No, I, th- I think it goes from four to like two and a half like I was talking then I sneak the Rams in there and get that field goal win. See, because you got to also account for, because Vegas spreads always is an automatic three points for the home team. The Rams are the home team. So if this is at a true neutral site, it would be Rams minus one. Mm. Wow. Um, But... Based on what we saw on Sunday, this might still be a true neutral site. Um, yeah, no shit. Yeah, so that's, um, so that's all of our takes on what we think is going to happen with the betting lines. But as Kobe was said, there's a Joe Burrow effect. And that Joe Burrow effect perfectly leads us into this week's prime beef take. Thanks, Quinn. It's simple. Joe Burrow is the new face of the NFL, period. It, uh, Mahomes is too unlikable anymore. I think mostly due to his uh, his brother and his wife. But but just look at him. Well, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr, you know, what the... F- Smoking just, gumbo Joe. The, you know, everybody that, that liked the... That liked Mahomes... You know, it seemed like they were all, you know, made fun of all oh, you're the little kids of the world because, you know, Tom Brady was still around and Aaron Rodgers and all the old hats were like, oh, you're just kids. You don't know what a real quarterback looks like. You know what I mean? Everybody unanimously loves Joe Burrow, even rival fans. This is coming from a rival fan. Yeah. And you can't hate the guy. Dude, I'm telling you, he's like, He's like Josh Allen for me, man. Joe Burrow is your Josh Allen. You want to hate him because of who he plays for, but you just fucking can't. You my just, only you, thing yeah. is, my only thing is, is like he's got a confidence about him, and we like that. We do. But at what point, like when they won the, <clears throat> was it the divisional? It was the divisional game. Or no, it was the wild card game. And they fucking. Was it the it was wild card game and they got to the fucking the post game interviews and shit like that and he just he had this air of confidence but it was arrogant right with the sunglasses and all that shit like he was in fact Joe Cool because he is but at what point does that become detrimental like if you're playing it's I mean it's like their kicker but he just doesn't know he just doesn't know failure yet right you gotta think he came out of uh, LSU right a national champion trust me I was there for that season too. It hurt a lot. 
Uh, but at what point does that arrogance become detrimental? What if you're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm this, that, and the third, and then you fucking get smacked. And then what? Does well, that when they start losing. Is? Well, I'm whenever just, they yeah, start this losing, this is the ultimate stage to start losing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he, I just feel like Joe Burrow is, you're right, absolutely the the face of the new face of the NFL because I mean, he's good. You know, he's got that he's got that cockiness about him, but it's not over. It's not necessarily over the top yet. I just feel like if he doesn't get it in check to an extent, if he goes into this game on uh, what on the Super Bowl and he and they get fucking smacked, I feel like it's going to set him back as a player. Not as not as not not, not even on a confidence level because he went in like yeah I'm hot shit and then they fucking get rolled. Mm-hmm. That's not a good look, and I feel like that could set your 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 take back a little bit because if he goes in he's like yeah I missed that in the third and then they get smacked on, on Super Bowl Sunday. I, I don't feel like you're he's the face of the NFL at that point. I feel like he was just a cocky kid in his second year. Mm-hmm. However, he is just recovered from an MCL ACL fucking surgery in his rookie season and is now here with his team. So it's dude, it's so fucking hard, man. It's so hard to fucking yeah. dispute it. So <laughs> so here's my thoughts on it, and I'll compare it to a quarterback out of his own draft class is uh Justin Herbert. And and so my my thing with Herbert is Herbert will never be the face of the NFL. Because Herbert doesn't talk shit herbert you know he even his accomplishments he he lays off on his teammates you know he he herbert doesn't believe that he's like the best of the best he believes that his teammates make him the best of the best he's a quarter he is a he is a team's quarterback yeah but he and that's lost on the media now but yeah you'll never see someone like that be the face of a league you know, someone who's the face of the league has to talk shit, back it up. Go back, like, go look at the UFC. Conor McGregor. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Conor McGregor. He talked shit to everybody that stood in his way and then beat the fuck out of everybody that stood in his way. You know, until he got his ass beat. Yep. A couple of times. And, and you know, now he's no longer the face. Now the face How is about- Francis Ngannou. How about but, I take you? How about I take you back before Connor? Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ronda I mean, Rousey I mean, talk shit, beat the fuck out of anybody who stood in front of her. And then here comes Holly Holm. Yep. Is no, so, I mean it's the same story. Everyone, everyone talks shit and is the face until they're not. And so America loves the heel. And and so if Joe Burrow goes out and wins the Super Bowl on Sunday, he a hundred percent is the face of the NFL. After this season, I will if agree. he goes out and loses, he's not. He's still Honestly, if if Burrow goes out and loses, I don't think we have a face of the NFL right now. I think we're in purgatory, yeah. and one will establish himself the next season. It's the only reason I think that I want Cincinnati. I mean, it's not that I don't want Cincinnati to win. At, at this point. I just want a good fucking game because it, both teams are bo- intriguing, right? And I love a good defensive game. I love the hits that we saw uh, fucking Sunday night versus uh, in in the San Fran uh, LA game. I love that. I love defensive games, especially that old school in the trenches. Fucking Debo catches one over the middle and gets plowed immediately. Like 
I'm glad he's okay, but dude, that was football. And it's just, I, oh, I don't really have it. Like, I think the Rams win statistically. And the, the, the want it factor, right? Like, think about the people on that team who have something to prove. OBJ, Aaron Donald, the like I said, the greatest defensive player we've ever seen in our lives. No Super Bowl, right? And then Stafford, 12 years in Detroit, comes out to L.A. He's already, he's already in the Super Bowl. Like, if they don't go again, like, I don't think Cooper Cup is going to have another shot at a Super Bowl if they don't win. Oh, no, he will. It just won't be in L.A. And we're looking for a little white boy across the middle out in New England. Exactly, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I could see him finding his way there. You know, I mean, I could see Belichick literally sitting there going, holy shit, that's Wes Welker V2. Hey, buddy, I have a scheme oh, that I've West designed. Walker last for- night. Wes Welker's on the other sideline. Yeah, I could see Belichick, like if Cooper cut it in the open market, I could see Belichick being like, hey, I designed a scheme for a player just like you 10 years ago. Come on. <laughs> and I feel like it, like if I was Cooper Cup and knowing Cup's skill set, you're like, yeah, I'm our, I, Cooper Cup is better at what, 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 what Wes Welker did than Wes Welker. So it's like, yeah. The yards I after can, catch. Yeah. Like it's if you're Cup, you're catch, like, that's undeniable. Yeah, if you're cut, you're like, I can do what Welker did for you and then some. I could really see Cooper Cup in New England. But I think, I, like I said, I have the Bengals winning the Super Bowl and I have Joe Burrow becoming the face of the NFL. Yeah, so, no, exactly. yeah, I think, I think, I think your take's justified. Yeah. Whether he wins or not. Um, the reason he's going to be the face is he's easily the most marketable. I don't think he becomes the face if he loses, though. I mean, if we're talking you, about it, Patrick Mahomes was well on his way before. I think it's arguably still Mahomes if Burrow loses. But even then, there's like a debate to it. That's why I say it's purgatory if Burrow loses. Because there's yeah. so many different people that could be the face, you know? Or Goodell. Or Goodell just plays them both. They did a whole they did a whole fucking Madden cover with Brady and Mahomes on it. Why why not have two faces? You know? No, because that was if he was smart, he would partner with WWE and have the face and the heel <laughs> and figure out a fucking way to yeah, play that. It's not as much who Goodell wants to be the face, it's who the fans decide is the face. And that's what I'm saying. As I think if Burrow loses the Super Bowl, there's no designation on who it actually is. No, I think he's got a shot. Even if they lose, honestly, now that the more I think about it, I, I, I honestly do. Yeah, I think he's got a shot. Oh, maybe, maybe solely off recency bias alone. But I can't, I can't justifiably make someone the face of a league off of one game, or off of one season. Sorry. Yeah, maybe not. But I, I, I actually don't have the tagline this time, where it was kind of conversation based. So. Uh, what's next? Uh, music moment, right, Glenn? Yeah. Um, before we get into that, of course, got to know where we're going to find everybody. Kobe, where can they find you at? Uh, yeah, on Twitter, at BeefGarvin36. 
Hit me up. Jack, they want to get in contact with you. You know, maybe try to talk shit about some of your takes. You're new here. You know, listeners uh, might not you agree. Can, you can uh, you can find me live on Twitch at uh, Captain Jack or Instagram, Captain Jack. It's C-A-P-N-J-A-K-K. Trust me, I'm the only person who looks like this. You'll know it's me. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Quinn underscore Cusky. And of course, I have a music moment for you. As always, I try to hit you with something new. This band just dropped this song last week. It is Shine Down. They've got a great new single out. They've also announced an album with it. Um, the album is a 20 song album. I'm so excited for it because you don't see albums of that length anymore. Uh, it is Shine Down, Planet Zero. Here it is. We're out. Peace. Deuces. Later, boys. Tomorrow